Hello and welcome to The Gist. I'm your host, Chris Vetrano, here every week to break down all the things that are happening in pop culture. And today, I have one of the hottest new actresses on the rise. You may know her from her roles in ABC's Blackish, Netflix's Black AF, and you can currently catch her as the star, the star opposite Julia Stiles in Prime Video's The Lake. Please welcome Madison Shamoon. Hey, Madison. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Of course. So excited to chat with you today. Congrats on the lake. It is super, I mean, it's all over Prime Video and it's super funny in its second season. Oh my gosh. I appreciate you saying that so much. Thank you. It's been the craziest like two months almost. Wow. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, and like I said, season two just dropped. Um, but tell for fo- for folks that are listening that may not have yet dipped into the lake, give them a little bit about what the show's premise is. Yeah, I mean the show follows um, a family in like Canadian cottage country during their mm-hmm. wild summers, and we're back for season two. I play Billy, a teenager who's trying to reconnect with her birth dad and kind of grow into her young adult self. So we've got sibling feuds, we've got wacky stepmoms, we've got a farce, an ongoing mystery this season. Mm-hmm. Um, our show has been described as like Shit's Creek. Schitt's Creek's raunchier older sister. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I lo- it is. Yeah, I didn't actually think about that. Um, and obviously, like, I don't want to give away too many right, right. plot points uh, because there's a lot to watch if you haven't seen it again. It's in season two already, but it's a really, like, kind of quick, fun watch. It is like Schitt's Creek in that way yeah. where you can kind of just binge a bunch of it and it feels, like, so easy to watch and really yeah. funny. Um and obviously, you mentioned your birth father, uh, Justin, who's played right. by Jordan Gavaris. Gavaris. He's great. Gavaris. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Gavaris. Um, you guys both have such amazing chemistry as, I mean, you, you, the show starts, so I'm not giving anything away, um, as you're maybe not excited to spend the the summer with uh, your birth father, but sort of getting pushed into doing it. But you guys end up with this incredible chemistry. Was that yeah. was that happening behind the scenes, like when you guys met, or how did that oh, come to life? A hundred percent. I feel like we talk about this all the time, but um, we kind of we had to do our chem read before we booked the job over mm-hmm. Zoom because it was still kind of peak pandemic. So right. we hopped on Zoom and we both walked away feeling like it was the best chem read either one of us had done. And chemistry read is the long, you know, the, the actual term for it for those right. who don't know, but it's just testing to see if you work with the other actor. And like with technical difficulties, with all of the things that come along with Zoom meetings and callbacks, it was amazing. Like it was just palpable. And I felt like I had known him my whole life. And then we got to set and that's kind of what it's been ever since. Like we're best friends. I, I could not love that man more or say better things about him. He's everything you think he is and some. So we got really lucky because that's that's not always the case when you walk onto set and we're just like thrilled that it worked out this yeah. way. It felt organic and natural. And we just kind of, we just fit together. We're kind of like two peas in a pod and he's a bit of his character and I'm a bit of mine. So it just, it works out really well. Yeah. I was wondering, that was going to be what I was going to ask you is how much of Billy do you feel like you are personally? Because it does come across so natural. 
I mean, I will say I did base her off of a couple people that I know. She's like a culmination of some people just because she's, you know, way younger than me. Um, so she isn't fully me, but there's always a bit of me in every character I do. And like we do have some core things in common. Like we're both very big about like advocacy, especially when it comes to, like the planet and nature. But mm-hmm. we, um, you know, we'll push the paper. We won't go chop it down. <laughs> like we're very much from behind the scenes. Yeah. We, don't, we don't love being in nature, the bugs and the heat and all that. But um, so stuff like that, her and I have in common. But mostly she's uh, she's a bunch of people for me. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like uh, Jordan is sort of similar. Like I, I feel as though, even though I don't know him or I've never met him off, yeah. off of the show, but it seems as though that is really natural character for him too, which I feel like probably is what brings you guys together with this chemistry from day one. Yeah, he definitely is. I mean, I think he, he said this, so I'm not you know, speaking for him, but he has said, he's like, it's just so exciting to get to play a character that I feel like is like a heightened version of myself because he's, you know, been on Orphan Black and all these other shows where he's doing accents and playing people who are so different than him. This was the first time he told me that he felt like, oh, I actually get a bit of me in here. So I think he also was thrilled. And yeah, what you see is what you get. Apart from <laughs> Justin being super selfish, <laughs> yeah. Jordan is not like that at all. Yeah. But all the fun bits, the quitty, you know, quippy, witty humor, that's all. That's all Jordan too. Yeah. Um, no, I love that. And there's so many side players too, that are just so funny in the show. And, um, and obviously we mentioned Julia Stiles is, uh, oh, yeah. is stars in it as well as the, I don't know, I don't want to say diabolical cause I don't want people to think it's, uh, you know, it's some <laughs> kind of like suspense thriller, but yeah, she's yeah. just this like mean stepsister, right. That okay. is, is out to get, uh, J- Justin and you really, yeah. um, and again, trying not to give away too many plot points, but what was it like working with Julia Stiles, given that she is so well-respected and has been doing this for so long? I mean, it's it's wild, really. And it's so funny that you say that because I had friends texting me after season one dropped and they were like, oh, like she's playing the villain. Like she's the antagonist. Like, yeah. what, is she like that? Like, what was that like? And I'm like, Julia Stiles could not be further from Maisie May. Like if, <laughs> if some of us are a bit of our characters, I don't think she is at all like Maisie yeah. May. She is the most like grounded, wonderful, normal, like she's a mom, you know, like she's not at all what Maisie May is really the complete opposite. And working with her was just fabulous. I mean, when I found out that it was her, I tried to avoid all of her movies at all costs <laughs> because I didn't want to like panic and freak out and right. you know, fangirl because I was like, oh, I have to work with her for three months. So I avoided that. And then I got to set and she's just so cool. Like she's like, can we run lines, please? Like, can we work on the scene beforehand? And yeah, she's a good friend. I actually just saw her like a few weeks ago in New York and she's well as ever. So amazing. <laughs> yeah. And so it's the show shoots in Canada, yeah. but you weren't there before and but some of the stars do live there but is it just you and julia that are not yeah it's in, so it is a canadian original and it yeah. does shoot like outside of toronto pretty much everybody except for me jordan and julia and it's interesting because jordan was born in canada and is a canadian citizen but then spent most of his life living in the states and now he's a u.s citizen so technically he's like dual 
Julia is from here, but her husband is Canadian. So I'm really the only person who has no connection <laughs> to Canada whatsoever. Um, I'm like the one American, but our crew and the supporting actors, our producers, everyone is Canadian. Nice. And, um, you know, stepping back a little bit, tell me about how acting, because I, I listed some of your credits and that's not even all of them, um, but acting has become something so big for you. Where did that start? Uh, was that a childhood dream? How did that sort of come to be? Oh man, childhood dream. It's just been, I just feel like it's been my whole life at this point. (laughs) I always say that I came out of the womb, like singing and dancing and my parents didn't know what to do with me. So my mom just like threw me in every performative, like extracurricular. She's like, go to dance, go to musical theater, go do ice skating, cheerleading, gymnastics, just everything. And when I was like 12 or 13, I told my parents I I wanted to act. I was like, I know what it is. I figured it out. This is it. And so then I started doing like commercial workshops and more theater. And then in high school, I was starting to think about college because my parents were like, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? And I said, I think it has to be LA or New York because I want to keep acting. And I ended up going to UCLA, studying acting there, and then got my team together once I graduated. And I've just been, yeah, trying to work ever since. Yeah. And, and working you have <laughs> in, in addition to the lake, you're also uh, recurring on the CW's all American. Yeah. And I mean, these are, these are shows that are, you know, really relevant right now. They tell really uh, important stories and, you know, it, it's so interesting that you said the Shit's Creek thing because I never thought that, but it does have such a similar sort of thread yeah. in it, in the way, in the, yeah. Yeah, the vibe. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested because the series celebrates queer culture, um, provides a ton of representation. Obviously, you on All American also play a lesbian character. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tell me how has that been in terms of the community, the LGBTQ plus community? Have you felt like an outpouring of love from them to be welcomed into this sort of space where you're creating such a safe space on TV? Yeah, I mean, it's just been wild. I think people have been really, really welcoming. And it's so interesting. Yesterday, I saw that Renee Rapp, she's leaving her show on Max. And she had said, you know, like a lot of the times, like queer stories are just kind of like overlooked or they're like simplified or it's kind of like the same same plot line for every queer person. And I haven't felt that way about Hmm. the characters that I've been able to play. And I just feel really grateful about that. And I think it kind of just speaks to how amazing our writing staff is on everything that I've worked on. The writers feel like family and it's very collaborative. So they come to you and they're like, how do you feel about Billy with a girl? Like, would she do that? What's your hot take on that? Because I now have been sitting with this character for years. Mm-hmm. And so next to like the showrunner, they're like, Madison knows this person um, just as best. So it's been great. Like, I feel extremely lucky. And I also know that that isn't the norm, but we're getting there. We'll continue yeah. to get there. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think, and you mentioned the norm too, because, you know, uh, in season two, you end up in a bit of a love triangle. And I think part of that is that that wasn't your character really in season one. And you were able to sort of build upon it, which is what a lot of people's real life stories are. You know, like we, I I recently just had, you know, someone on the show who was a real housewife and later in life, she came out as a lesbian and she's like, I'm a late in life lesbian. It's, I've always been there, but it's something that I'm like feeling now. And you know, that's a real story for people. And a lot of it too is that, 
you know, for me growing up as a, a gay kid, there wasn't a lot on TV. Like I can think back to like a Will and Grace or yeah, I can think back to the, the, the <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the, the few that you knew and they were stereotypical or they were, it was such a big thing because there was so there wasn't that representation and yeah. shows like the ones that you're on are creating this real like normalcy into different ways in which queer culture can be part of our community and, and our, and our world. Yeah. And so it's, it's really great to see, you know, where, how far we've come from those days when I was a kid and didn't have that to look for. And now you are somebody that is creating, you know, a life where someone can like watch the show and go, Oh, I kind of feel this way. Or I feel like I could end up in this place where, you know, I'm interested over here or here. And, you know, you're inspiring somebody in that way, which is awesome. Oh my gosh. I hadn't even thought of it that way before. That just gave me chills. Um, <laughs> no, that's crazy. Cause I, Jordan talks about that too. He's like, this is the first time I'm playing a character where them being queer isn't the storyline. They just are. And that's the mm -hmm. norm. And the only people who talk about that in a negative way are the antagonists like Maisie May and it's, you know, a jocular, it's funny and they make fun of him for it, but like in a way that's like loving and familial in the way that like your family members would. And similarly for my character, like she's so young. Mm -hmm. And like when I think about myself being 16, 17, 18, like I didn't know what I was interested in. And like, you know, sexuality for me has been changing my whole life and I'm sure it'll keep evolving and growing and changing. It's just what it is. And so similarly for her, that's kind of what we discussed this season was like, I think that Billy's the type of person who would just like people, but mm -hmm. she's never had that before. Like this is the first time a girl has, ha or she's been attracted to a girl. And, um, seen someone in that light she just hasn't before it's just always been men but she is someone who would super would be super open to it so yeah oh it's so wild yeah we put that into perspective <laughs> yeah i mean and there's going to be someone someday that has seen your characters and they will probably attribute it to their comfortability and being who they are and i think that's something to like always sort of wear that flag because yeah. like i said like it wasn't there for me growing up, or if it was there in a character like Will or Jack from Will and Grace, it was like, you either had to be one of those two yes. types of things and there just wasn't anything else. And so it didn't feel like I, I could find my footing. And I think that's what's yeah. wonderful about that. Um, yeah, definitely. And I know, um, and I can't remember his name, but the the boy, Maisie May's son. Um, oh, uh, Killian. Yeah, Killian. And, uh, you know, he does like the Liza performance at the in season one at the talent oh, show. Opal, Opal, her other son. Excuse me. Opal, Declan. Opal. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. Sorry. Declan. Declan's amazing. Yeah, not your, uh, not your, not my interest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, you know, even seeing that and seeing like kids like that on, on screen doing Liza Minnelli, it's like, yeah, it's, great. it's really cool. Um, yeah. And then speaking of the talent show in that episode, we got to hear you sing. Um, you did uh, a cover of You Gotta Be. Um, and uh, that version of it, for anyone that wants to go listen, is on Spotify and streaming platforms. Um, is music something that, one, you're interested in? And two, is it something that you're pursuing? Um, it's like, yes and no, because I did musical theater growing up, I did learn to sing and I had vocal lessons and I do love to sing, but I, I think I love to sing for me. It's just mm. kind of something 
there's one thing for me that I might not want to capitalize on, you know, but, but also similarly, I'm kind of like, if the right role like this came along, the right person, the right script um, necessitated it and the character had to sing or did sing, if, you know, I had the chops for it, if my vocal range fit it, I a hundred percent would do it, but I'm not, I'm not seeking out those roles and I'm not trying to like attract any sort of like musical career, especially because my type of singing is more, um, is more like classical. It's more musical theatery. Like I'm, I'm more like a soprano. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not very poppy or indie. Like I have to, I have to work a little harder to do that stuff. So yes and no. Also though, if anyone ever asked me to play Mrs. Lovett and Sweeney Todd on Broadway, I'd do it. Of course <laughs> I would kill. So yes and no. <laughs> So when you're, you know, in your car, in your shower, maybe you're, you're singing, what are you singing? Is it all musical theater? It's, it's show tunes. Like I love Sondheim. So like Into the Woods, Sweeney Todd, all that good stuff. But right now I have SZA and Beyonce on repeat, Mm -hmm. SOS and Renaissance. So a little bit, a little bit of both. Are you going to be able to see the Beyonce show? My God, man, if I don't, it'll be the end of days. Like I'm texting everybody I know. I'm trying to go. Getting tickets is, it's rough right now. It's rough in these streets, but I'm trying. Yeah. Um, I I mean, just this year in general, concerts were something so big for me growing insane. up and going and seeing it. And it's like, it's insane trying to get tickets and, you know, yeah. the Taylor Swift debacle, the, the, the amount that people are paying to see Beyonce. Oh. It's like, Oh my gosh. I know the, the, ins- I mean, it's crazy. Like what you would pay back in the day for like a box seat or like a VIP section is now what you're paying for like the nosebleed bleacher seats. And also like Harry Styles, like Drake, like everybody's on tour this year. Everybody's mm-hmm. on a tour. And yeah. we have Coachella and Stagecoach. Like we have all these things. It's crazy. It's it's out of control and I love it. And I wish I could go to all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you do love music. You clearly just listed all the things. So <laughs> you, you are you are loving like being a connoisseur of it. Yes. I just don't, I don't know if I want to open that door for myself, but I do. I love it. So musically though, very inspired by musical theater, but in terms of acting, what was there any like, roles or actresses or somebody that like when you I mean this started very young for you Mm -hmm. um, the desire to be on screen was there somebody that you saw and you were like that's who I want to be or that was the turning point for you but like so many people I mean it's a long list and it's also so funny that we're talking about music because I just said no I'm not interested but I remember (laughs) like my friend showed me the Phantom of the Opera with Emmy Rossum mm-hmm. um, when I was like five years old and I just was like my jaw was on the floor I was like who is this woman like can I do that I want to do that and I watched that movie like hundreds of times until I had all the music memorized um so yeah that movie kind of that's like at the forefront of my mind right now but mm-hmm. I used to watch like Anne of Green Gables on PBS and I was like oh I want to do that so bad like like getting to live out the books that I used to read you know right. Um, yeah. yeah, so honestly, there's so many things like practical magic, like stepmom with Julia Roberts, like all of those like nineties, early two thousands movies where like, that were like mostly female, actually. I was like, I just want to be those women. I want to do what they're doing. And if it was a book turned into a movie, I was on board. I was like, that needs to be me one day. Yeah. And very female led and focused. The characters were there were, you know, weren't a lot of like male presence in those, at least in those films. Yeah, I've never thought about that either. That is so funny. 
I'm reflecting yeah. today. We're, we're, we're getting into it. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. That's what we do. Yeah. I mean, you know, and the thing is, is like, you know, I'm not in entertainment and, um, you know, I'm not a singer, I'm not an actor, but, um, but there are things like that I can draw back where I'm like, oh, I became obsessed with entertainment yeah. culture or I became yeah. obsessed with these things because of that. And I think like, you know, Phantom of the Opera sounds like that's yeah. something that came right to mind. And I think that's probably a good that's, one for you. That was a big one. Also, this just came up, The Mummy, the first mummy with um, Brendan Fraser and yeah. Rachel Weisz, like all of those, all of the women in that movie too. I was like, wow, they get to like do fight scenes because usually like, <laughs> The action movies that I watched growing up were predominantly men. Yeah. Kind of still are, but it's getting better. And I remember watching that and I was like, those two girls have knives and they're like throwing at each other. And then I would like play that with my neighborhood friend. We would like act out that scene, reenact. <laughs> yeah. No, that's amazing. I mean, there, I could see you doing something like that and, you I know, in a to. reboot of the, you know, X-Men or in the next X-Men. Oh my or gosh, like I kill. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Um, and if you haven't seen uh, Kelly Clarkson and Josh Groban um, <gasps> from singing the Phantom of the Opera, uh, well, oh gosh, what's the song I'm blanking? The all oh, um, uh, um, um, sing for me that one or the other, the last. It's the like all I have, all I have. Oh, all I, all I. Oh, the one where they're in the rain on the rooftop. That one. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I'm not gonna start singing it because <laughs> because I'm like trying to sing it in my head and I'm like, oh wait, what is the what is the chorus? Now I've like, lost it. All I ask of you, I think. All I ask of you, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got to check that out if you haven't seen it. I'm gonna. I'm literally gonna do that after this, right after this. One of the best performances. Um, we watch it all the time. My husband and I watch it and my husband always cries, though, <gasps> even though he's seen it oh like a thousand times. Yeah. And that's what introduced me to Phantom. I had never seen it. And I saw that performance and I was like, oh, I've got to see this movie. One. Yeah. yeah I, I just saw Josh Groban on Broadway playing Sweeney and I was like, the, mm. man, the man has a voice of an angel. So I bet I'll cry too when I go watch <laughs> this. Yeah, well, definitely um, check that one out. Um I know uh, that you were also in, um, I, I'm in Nashville, and oh. so I wanted to just shout out because you were in our girl, Marin Morris's girl video, <laughs> yeah. um, keeping the girl thread yeah, of your, gosh. Um, and how was that? Did you, did you get to meet wow. Marin? I thought, wow, that was, you really did a deep dive. Good on you. <laughs> I, that was directed by Dave Myers, which is like, he's a famous um, he's oh, yeah. a director and director. He's done like some of the best stuff. And I just had, a, I just remember having a really good time. I didn't get to meet her. We, that music video was, I'm sure you've seen it, like a bunch of different girl kind of montages and video yeah. bits. So I did mine, like we were in the rain. I was with a bunch of really cool girls but no ours was separate like we had this house rented and we were all in different parts of it with different cameras trying to get these bids so i didn't get yep. to meet her unfortunately but i've heard lovely things about her i've heard she's fabulous yeah and i think that that was i'm trying to remember i think was that covid times two or pandemic that times was, that was right literally like right before covid right before it, okay i think i shot that in like december like the the our winter in california yeah. big winter but um i shot that right before everything happened i think yeah that makes sense yeah because I, I know the album was kind of on that cycle during during kind of those times and stuff yeah. so um well it you know you've got to do more stuff in music or maybe <laughs> as you said like do broadway and yeah. um 
and keep giving us the voice because I think you have a, a beautiful voice and I Thanks. liked your uh, version of the Thank Desiree you so song. Much. Maybe I'll attract some stuff. Who knows? I, I'll, I'll be open to it. I'll, I'll keep that door slightly ajar. <laughs> yeah, I think like musicals too are becoming, um, it seems like they're becoming more popular. There was like a moment yeah. where like Broadway was struggling and, you know, yeah. and I, I've been curious if like the pandemic has sort of turned that around for people in that, you know, now that people can go out again after years, like were people mm -hmm. sort of flocking back to the theaters, they're not flocking to the movie theaters as much because yeah. streaming has taken over our worlds and we can binge and we can see yeah. everything uh, in our homes. But, uh, but yeah, it's really interesting because I have noticed that there is a lot more people talking, a ton of actors and singers that are talking about like their next thing they want to do Broadway. Yeah, it's wild. I think it's that. I think it's the pandemic, like you said. I also think there's so many more musicals now that are like palatable for younger people, like Hamilton. Mm -hmm. um, and we like, I just, I feel like traditionally musical theater was kind of for a certain group of people who could afford it and who could go see it and who had the ear for like, you know, long Italian French operas that they kind of evolved into cabaret. Like, you know, musical theaters always had like its moment. And it's moment right now, like you said, is like movie musicals. Like we have Mean Girls, the Broadway version being turned mm -hmm. into a Sony Pictures movie. Yep. So I think between like the pandemic and then that, like it's 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 on the up and up. Yeah, yeah. And they just uh, started the, uh, oh, I can't, I think it's called like One one More, Once once Upon a One More Time. Once oh, Upon a One More Time. The, the Britney Spears musical. Oh my gosh, it yeah. Looks, it looks um, really cheesy. The, yeah, the like the story <laughs> looks really cheesy, yes, but I'm like but all Britney music. Like that sounds like a party. I want to go to yeah. that. <laughs> it's like Moulin Rouge. Like all the music in Moulin Rouge is just a fun, good time. Like go and just have a party, you know? Just dance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, amazing. So speaking of what's next, what is next for you now that the second season of The Lake has uh, wrapped? Oh my gosh. Um, things that I can't ever talk about. I always have to <laughs> stay tuned because they make us sign NDAs. They don't let yeah. us talk about anything. But also on the flip side, I don't know truly too, because even the things that I'm looking forward to doing with the writer strike and potential yeah. actor strike, like they're not, there might not be content for like a year and a half, two years. So I have things planned, but you yeah. know, what do they say? Like make plans and God laughs. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So stay tuned. <laughs> yes. Well, and and where can people stay tuned so that they can All stay right. up to date um, as you can announce these things? Yes, yes. They can follow me on Instagram. It's just my name, Madison Shimon. Um, what else am I on? I'm not, I'm not on Twitter. I just got on threads. Also my name, Madison Shimon. <laughs> threads is like the wild west right now. Yeah. Um, and IMDB too. Like you can always check out what's going on in, in anybody's life in the industry. Yeah. On not dipped into TikTok yet. You know what's so funny? I am like a I'm one of those people who would it like shadow watches TikTok. Like I never mm -hmm. post, I don't share, reshare anything, but I just like can scroll for hours. But you would think I have no account. Like I, I have no footprint on TikTok. Yeah. Well, you know, it's I, it's so interesting because actually in in the interviews that I do for this podcast, a lot of the people acting, actors and actresses, are uh not on TikTok or they yeah. they sort of feel like I have no interest in being on TikTok, even though your life is on screen and, you know, doing comedy and doing these things like seems like so natural. Whereas like me trying to do something on TikTok just feels ridiculous. 
It's like, that, this should be built for you, but I, well, it I is wonder, interesting. I wonder if it's because like, we have to be like, the people who do TikToks, I, my hat's off to them because you have to be your camera person. You have to be the DP. You have to write yeah. your own stuff. Like maybe us actors are like, we're just actors. And <laughs> the people who do TikToks really have to do all of it. They have to do, they have to be their, their everything, the producer, they have to edit it. Like I, oh, that sounds exhausting to me. <laughs> yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess that's probably true. It, it is exhausting. And I can tell yeah. you someone that has tried to you know, do it because it feels like you have to promote stuff. And I'm always like, you know, I have friends that do it really well. And I'm like, man, you just must spend hours. And like, no, it's really easy. Like once you get the hang of it, you just do it. And I'm like, I'm just not going to be that person. But I think I've like succumbed to it. I've surrendered. I'm like, it's it's not, it's not me. It's not who I am. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, awesome. And you're still going to be sky on all American, right? You're continuing that recurring role. I also, I also have to say, stay tuned about that because okay. they got renewed, which is amazing. Yeah. But all American, it's always hard scheduling wise because my, when my show shoots and when they shoot, that's why like when I come in as Sky, it's typically like later in the season. I'm right. usually there after episode ten on. So I'd love to come back. I think you know, I think I might, but also I can't say. Is this yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just stay tuned, Madison Shaman yeah. on. At, at least Instagram, maybe threads, maybe you'll, <laughs> maybe you'll dip in um, until you realize it's really just Twitter and you Pretty might much. not want to be there. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Um, well, awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much for stopping by today and chatting. Um, I do want you to go check out the Kelly Clarkson, oh, Josh yes. Groban performance. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. I had to remind you because okay, it's going to be life changing. Um, and to all of you, like continue to, uh, follow her because I, I have a sense that you are truly the next thing. Um, and I am so excited about the lake, uh, and I'm, I'm urging people to go see it because Schitt's Creek is one of my favorite shows. And so I never put the, that connection together, but I'm so glad that you did for me because now that's how I'm going to describe it to folks to go watch oh it. My gosh. Um, but yeah, but thank you for coming by today and chatting with me. And oh. um, I, I will continue to watch and be excited for what's next. Oh my gosh. This was lovely. I just, I love when interviews feel more like a conversation. I had such a good time. It's my pleasure. And you did not have to be that nice and say that, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I think my, uh, my Siri just said, you're welcome. Um, when you said that, thank you, man. Thank um, but yeah, so we are, we both welcome, or we both are saying you're welcome. Um, but I, I truly believe it. And, um, and yeah, so thank you for stopping by. Uh, for all of you out there, uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe so that you never miss an episode of the gist. You can follow me at CM Vetrano. I am on Twitter and TikTok sometimes, um, and then Instagram and threads now. Uh, and then tune in next week for more uh, from The Gist. And uh, Madison, thanks again. And we'll chat Thank soon. You. Yeah, I'll see you. Bye.